Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Yes, g'day punters. Welcome to the Green Light On Premier Racing podcast, another edition. Uh, looking at Sandown Park uh, for Thursday night, Greyhound Racing Metropolitan Racing in Melbourne Town. And don't forget uh, the big podcast coming out uh, Wednesday evening for the Saturday night meeting at the Meadows, which is just extraordinary. Uh, the Zoom Top, the Rookie Rebel, and as well the Tem Lee. And that, that has to be one of the, the all-time great Tem Lees on paper. It is going to be one hell of a night of Greyhound Racing, so stay tuned for that. Uh, myself and Smithy breaking that one down. But this episode is all about headquarters in Melbourne at Sandown Park. Run of the week. Yeah, straight off the top uh, run of the week. Uh, also, Beck Remain will join us on the podcast a little bit later to discuss Crackerjack Keg racing at Sandown on Thursday. But from last week, there was two runners that I thought stood out for mine. Lectra Teddy was one, drawn box number one on a... A uh, track that had a one-hour delay due to some heavy rain before the meeting and the fact that it was Harrod on Sunday. So there was there was definitely a bit of give in this track. Lectra Teddy was outstanding going 29.60. I think it was a genuine 29.40 run, maybe even quicker. Uh, but Valor Bale, this run over the 5.95 was enormous and, and gives me the confidence that he's going to develop into a 600-metre-plus star eventually. Ready? And away, Jackpot Joan began well from the yellow and is going to go out to the lead. Coming across with it was on the off and on the inside was Weblex Scout. Very deep out was Kai Bale trying to get around them. Back on the inside was Valor Bale and last of all was Nagambi Bale. On the into the back, Jackpot Jones away from the rail and getting up on the inside was Weblex Scout and now Valor Bale seeing clear, clear air is driving through. They're tightly packed. Coming through was Kai Bale. Valor Bale took the lead turning. Two in front of Kai Bale but it's Valor Bale in the straight, racing away. Valor Bale wins it over Kai Bale and Webleck Scout. Jackpot, Joan back It's a terrific performance. The runs did open, but the run home time of the race was around 10.75, and he did that from behind. So on rain-affected ground, I thought that win was absolutely outstanding from Valor Bale. And yes, uh, I think he's definitely one to follow moving forward. Thursday's preview. Alrighty, Thursday night preview time. Let's start with race one. Punching out 12 races. First event on with four Nicola Rose just to run a place. Consistent type has been placed in 11 with one win from 17. Hit the line really well at Warrigal last time and I thought might just well have been uh, ready to go to town and run a big race. Race one, number four. Uh, race number two, I'm going with number two, uh, Nelvin Bale. Has to cross the red at uh, Box Rise, but I think... Um, if he can do that, he can run well at an each-way price. There's a bit of depth in the race, only phones, promises broken. Look, he's going to need luck, but he'll be double figures. So if he crosses, finds the lead, I think he can run a decent race. Third event over the 5.95. I'm really keen here on uh, the three Jesse intention at value. Just one of those uh, one-paced intention dogs that, that might be able to get into a good place. Um, the field of eight, not a great deal of depth in it. Um, and I think there's a bit of a lack of staying strength. So that's one thing she's got. She'll continue just to whack away at the one pace. And, and I thought the run was okay at Warrigal in very, very quick time behind Riptide, Rustling and Donington Girl. So she's one of my better bets of the night each way. Maybe sort of two units a win, three units a place, more for a place. But um, we'll see what happens there. Race three, number three.
Race number four now, and I'm with number two, Your Colour Room. Now, this is the second time I've had to edit this race because initially I was going cruise mode, but the more I look at it, the more I think the value is with Your Colour Room. There was only a tick on a length between them to the first peg in the heat on Sunday. They were in separate heats. Your Colour Room was posted wide, whereas cruise mode had box two and was able to punch straight through and lead and, and, and run solo in front of that, uh, that first mark. So... I just thought that the run of your colour room was outstanding. I, I think if you were to solo trial them over this distance, cruise mode would win. Um, it's just the draw. Box 8, she's going to have to work to get across your colour room. And, and the tenacious will to chase of your colour room on Sunday was outstanding. Even though he was beaten, um, I thought it was such a such a big run. And I think I made a, a comment in the call that he should have won the race by 50 metres. That's how, how impressive he was. So I'm going to go with your colour room. But um, cruise mode's a beast on the up. And... I'd be surprised if they don't go one-two in this final. Might be a same race multiplay. Your colour room, cruise mode, top two, and then maybe Apache shout to run top four just coming on from the back of the field. Uh, race five, I like three, Vela Bale, just to do exactly what he did last week, just flop out, find the rail and work home well. Um, I think he'll be hard to beat in this. The red applicant's probably going to go out and lead. There's a little bit of pace, so he'll just tag that speed and run on late. Race six, I'm with two hippo griff each way. Race number seven, I'm with Lectra Teddy, drawn to do exactly what he did last week, began well, shifts up the track, which then makes it hard for anything to get around him. So from box one, I think he's a genuine contender. Uh, race number eight, it's a hot race, this. Uh, already the scratching of three, perfect colour which is a pain because I thought he'd make the race for Kai Bale and Modern Kalinda where now I'm a little unsure. I'm just not sure if there's hectic speed in the race and therefore maybe Landon Bale just blazes a trail, crosses and leads and takes some catching. But I think the winner will come from Kai Bale and Modern Kalinda. Um, which one? I'm not 100% sure, but I think they're both each way chances at each way prices too, the, the one and the two in race eight. Uh, race number nine, thought this was a, a pretty hard race. Maybe... Uh, worth just having a, a cautious little bet on the red Ricky Bobby Wright for a place even off box number one. I've noticed he's had three starts from the red and he's won them all. Um, his run was, was solid last time and he did want the fence, so box one should bring him into contention here. Race 10, on with five, Zara Mani. Race number 11, we're going to have a chat with Beck Romain in a moment with uh, Cracker Jack Keg. so it'll be interesting to see how he goes from four. I'm tipping the two, don't ignore me. A um, bit of a, an upside-down form line. Used to be a really fast beginner with not the greatest finish. And as her career's developed, she's become a slow beginner who storms home. So if she happened to jump and she could finish off the way she has been with a bit of early pace, I think she's hard to beat race 11, number two. And the last, I like blow the whistle here. Uh, good each way, Ruffy. Race 12, number three. I think the speed in two should drag the three out. And the three is going to be very, very nice each way value. Punters Punting Club Well it was a faultless display from myself in the Punters Punting Club last week um, Springview Noah bolting away to win and Kanji Exiled at the Meadows bolting away to win so hopefully uh, we can continue on uh, that wave which is uh, sweeping toward the shore just nicely Race number 12 I'll have $10 each way on number 3 below the whistle, race 12 number 3 um, and the other bet I'm going to have uh, is race three, number three, Jesse Intention. $10 a win, $20 on the place. Depending on what your colour room goes around at, I'd, I'd probably be tempted to have a one by nine bet on him um, if he can get a $1.50 a place or $1.40 a place because I'd be surprised if he's not there when the whips are cracking. Inside Info. 
It is Inside Info time, my favourite segment on the podcast, as we all know, where we get the inside word on runners at the Metro Tracks. And our special guest, very, very special guest uh, this week is Beck Roman, I believe the pronunciation is not. It is Beck Romain. Is that right, Beck? <laughs> yeah, you got it right. I, Romain. I've, I've been getting it right for the last few weeks since I had uh, a nice little text message from someone saying, can you just sharpen up the skills and get this one right? And then as I was about to introduce you, then I've gone back to the old way. So not a not a great start for the podcast, but uh, speaking of great starts, the, the involvement for you, where did it begin uh, in Greyhound Racing? Um all started with my very first Greyhound, Indie Spirit. Um, that was a long, long time ago with Peter Giles. They bred her and we bought a pup from her and it just started from there. And, and you were hooked immediately. I speak to a lot of people on this podcast about the, I guess, the moment you become hooked in the sport of Greyhound racing. And it, was, it, was it for you straight away with that first pup that you thought, I, you know, I'd love to spend my life training Greyhounds and, and racing Greyhounds? Not really. We went. I always took her out. Um, took my daughter to go out there on the weekends and after school. We just visited her. We played with her in the paddock. Um, and then I was talking to Lauren um, Gorman, and she needed a hand one day at trials. So I said, oh, "I'll just come along." So yeah, I just started helping her out, coming more and more, and then yeah, just got stuck from there. <laughs> and. A very special dog, obviously, Angry Trip. I feel like he was one that, that would have been a real highlight for you. He, he took you on an amazing journey. I was just going through some of his uh, stats uh, not too long ago, and he was uh, a winner of about 57000 in prize money. He won 12 of 77, but he did it sort of racing the best staying dogs almost in the country week to week. He, yeah, he did. He, um, he was a very honest dog. He always tried, doesn't matter who he raced with he didn't know any different <laughs> he still got his burger and ice cream at the end so he was all good what do you, what do you love about the sport of greyhound racing my personal favorite would be to litter welcome and have hand on all the way up to their racing and when they have their very first start that's my favorite and, and a lot of people i suppose don't realize how long it takes once you you decide you're going to whelp a litter that's the first thing and from there, it obviously takes time before the pups are born. And, and from there, it's it's a journey where you're, you're working with those dogs every single day for almost two years before they even get a chance to, to hit the racetrack. So it's a lot of commitment to, to A, breed a litter and, and B, get them to the racetrack as well. Oh, yeah, I know. And that's probably why as well, because it's all the work that goes into it. We've got a litter now. We've, we bred them in, um, in Adelaide. And we've brought them back with us and um, they've just been back from the breakers. So, And hopefully, fingers crossed, they're all going to go. You had a little stint over in South Australia. How did, how did you find it over there, the Greyhound Racing? Loved SA. Really did. We enjoyed it. Um, everything about it was really nice. Um, loved the racing. And it was simple, more simple, I think, over there in the fact that they raced a track a day. Um and it just seemed to work better for us at that time over there. Um, but yeah, we do. We, we actually bought a house over there, so we're planning on moving back eventually. Oh, there's, there's a bit of an exclusive. Um, once we get it all greyhound set up. <laughs> an exclusive for the, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be anytime soon. 
Well, exciting times. Uh, let's turn our <laughs> attention to Sandown Park. You've got a runner in uh, the Metropolitan Meeting in Melbourne Town, uh, a greyhound by the name of Crackerjack Keg. He's drawn race 11, box number four, owned by Jordan Cooper, uh, and he's, uh, his family raced by yourself. Uh, you must have been wrapped with that run at Shep last time. Went 25 and 12, bounced on the lead. Um, I feel like his form since you've had him has been really, really consistent. Um, if he can show that early speed, bring that to town, he, he has to be a chance of running a big race. Yeah, well, that's why he's in um, after his last run, um, which he would honestly would have been back at Hillsville last week, except there was no race for him. So he went to Shepparton instead, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise, really, because <laughs> he went so well, um, which put him in Thursday night just to give him a give him a run there. And have you had a look at the, the draw, box number four? There's a little bit of speed in box number three, Vendetta Reef's got pace, but there's not, I, I don't think, a breathtaking amount of pace, so you'd probably be confident that if he can march out of the boxes the way he did at Shepparton last time and his sections were outstanding, he's a big chance to get out on the speed here. Well, he hasn't been there, so we'll see. He might like something new, <laughs> I'm hoping. Well, you've got to give it a crack. Uh, what's the what's the dream for you, Beck, in, in greyhound racing? Are there, are there some races that you'd love to win? And obviously with that soft spot for South Australia, is it an Adelaide Cup maybe at the top of the tree when it comes to races you'd love to get a hold of? An Adelaide Cup, that would be that would be amazing to win something like that. Um, to be honest, to win one with our own would be my biggest thrill, I think. Um, to win one at all, obviously, would be great, but definitely one with our own that we've bred um, and done all the work with since they were little. Has, has anyone has anyone ever said to you, you sound a lot like Kate Gorman when, you, when you're chatting on the phone? Oh, I've never heard that before. No, I, I just I, it's funny because I, I asked Kate Gorman, uh, you're speaking of Lauren Gorman, obviously Kate's sister, um, on the pod only just a moment ago, and we had Kate on, I reckon, two or three weeks ago, and it's funny because the way she answered that question just sounded exactly the same as, as the way you did. And it's, it's, I think it's becoming more of a, a regular occurrence. Obviously, it's nice to, to win a race and, and win a race for owners. But if, if you can win a, win a feature race with a greyhound that you've done all of the work, you've planned the litter, you've bred the litter, you've whelped, you've reared, you get there and you win that big one. It just seems to me like that's something now that, that is so high up on the, the tree when it comes to, to greyhound racing with, with most trainers that I speak to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, being an owner, if you obviously if you can't train the dog, you'd, you'd like to help people out and do do the right do the right thing by them. But if it, I'd prefer it obviously more if it was our own. But yeah, that would be that would be the. The aim for us. Yeah, we'll start with a, a win at Sandown Park on uh, Thursday night, and who knows, uh, the the Adelaide Cup maybe if you venture back over to Adelaide in the next couple of years might be yours for the taking. Good luck uh, with everything moving forward. Good luck with the little one, and, and good luck keeping a a, a lead on uh, Finney as well for us. Uh, we'll chat to you soon on the pod. Thanks for coming <laughs> on, Beck. <laughs> so much. That's all for this podcast. It's been uh, fun as always. As I said earlier in this pod, uh, don't forget the big one coming out for the Meadows with three Group 1s on Saturday night. Myself and Smithy to tear that one apart in the next episode. So until then, punters, good luck at Sandown Park. Safe travelling. Happy punting. Let's get some winners. Gamble responsibly, of course.